Well, welcome back, everyone. It's us again. <laughs> it's John Pixel and David Shock. What's up? Uh, you know, not much. <laughs> so, just sitting around recording sitting, podcasts. Yeah, doing what we do, right? Yeah. What's up with you? Oh, just the the usual. Just trying to survive. Getting a little under the weather again. I'm tired of this. I'm uh, ready for spring. Oh, then <laughs> and then we'll have allergies and all that fun stuff. I I'm one of the lucky ones. I don't get. I don't have. Al- I'm going to curse myself uh, now, but I don't get the allergy stuff. Of course, you know. Here I am. You know. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's an age thing. Maybe I hit that certain point and now. Everything I've noticed certain you know certain things change certain tolerances tolerances are different but you suck because allergies suck yeah you know? <laughs> yeah sucks to suck it but... sucks to suck <laughs> no I you know I'd rather have allergies in 60 70 degree weather than this kind of up and down winter that yeah we've had. yeah I'd we're... rather it be, be cold or not cold it's kind of yeah yeah. Well, now it's sticking and it's like, all right, you've been around long enough. It's pretty. All right, you can start melting. Let's get this warm stuff going. I'm ready yeah. to go back. I'm ready to go back out on the, the patio and with a drink and a cigar or a pipe or something and mm. enjoy some sun on my skin. I think that's that's the big thing. I agree. This Midwest sunless <laughs> winters get, get long. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of shoveling the path to my grill. <laughs> You don't just roll it to the end of the garage and fire it up. <laughs> no. Come on, man. That's what I did with the smoker on Sunday. Did you? Put it at the end of the garage. It was a little raining out. Ah. Uh, well, smoke. the way the way my garage is, I can't leave it out. The garage faces the front, and I don't have the real estate there. It's too close to the street, so it's in the backyard where it's fenced in. Uh, that kind of sucks. Mine's on the side, so it's it's it got opened up at about eight o'clock Sunday morning and checked a pork butt in there and we had oh there you go Mexican pulled pork tacos on Sunday night oh that was, sounds good it was fantastic I think I might have a pork butt in my freezer right now now that you say that I gotta start planning ahead for what I'm gonna make I'll, ha- I'll have to send you the link to the recipe it was from meat church I don't know if you've heard of that guy <laughs> no but I love it he has a, a YouTube channel that I got hooked on and and uh we were watching it Friday, Friday or Saturday, and I'm like, oh, I know what we're doing Sunday. There you go. Meet church. That's the church I'll attend. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. There's some stuff on there that looks interesting and we'll have to I'll have to make, but nice. Yeah. So well, speaking of cold weather, it's I, I need to make I feel like I need to make a a, a song or something to go along with this or some sound effects like, and for, it's time for dave's range day <laughs> baby it's cold outside or something <laughs> there we go that'll get something <laughs> yeah it was kind of a. I think our um season two wrap we talked about some stuff we wanted to talk about and one of mm-hmm. them was was winter gear range um a range episode so one of the things that had crossed my mind was we talk about dry fire and doing all that stuff, which, you know, do it in front of a mirror so you can see what's going on, where, how you're doing this and doing that. And if you do that inside, then are you preparing for what you may or may not have to do or defeat in the winter? Right. 
So, you know, I've thought about this off and on. Um, you know, I've gone to the range when it's cold out and wore gloves and a coat mm-hmm. and thought to myself, like, this is weird. Like this is weird. <laughs> I don't I don't know what I'm doing, you know, because right. it's you don't train that that much. Right. Would you would you say that, you know, maybe doing dry fire in the house is best suited for preparing for an in-home defense situation? I mean, if you don't just stand there static, but, you know, working, you know, pie in corners and, you know, you know, down the hall or you know, assessing different rooms. Well, if I think there's a couple of different ways to look at it. Right. So I think on one of our first episodes, we talked with Kyle about this. Yeah. And, you know. I'll walk around my house with a cert pistol and clear my house mm-hmm. with a cert pistol. And to me, that's, yeah, that's a home invasion prep, right? Yeah. Um, but if I'm going to put my cert pistol in a holster and practice, you know, draw and, and trigger control and fire, I'm not going to do that if I got a home invader, right? I'm not trying to put my battle belt on and load up and like, oh, I got a one second draw. <laughs> no, it's not going in the holster, right? I'm just grabbing the gun. Right. I'm I'm gonna make sure it's loaded. I'm gonna probably take out the the 15 round mag and put the 25 round mag in and have as many rounds as I can to go clear the house. You know, stuff that that other mag in a pocket and grab a flashlight. And I got you know right. the light on the gun, a flashlight in the other hand, and the gun now now you we're know, ready. If there is a bump in the middle of the night, are you gonna have a pocket to stick that flashlight in? Probably not, but I got a I got a band <laughs> on my underwear. Okay. Something. It my my whole point is in uh, in my safe I can't leave the extended mag in the gun. Oh, okay. Um, so the gun is ready to come out of the safe and go in a holster. Right. So if if I'm gonna if I'm gonna use that, I do have the mag right beside it, the extended round mag mm-hmm. right beside it in the safe. So if I'm grabbing it for a bump in the night, I'm dropping that the stock. Right. Glock 19 mag out and putting the extended one in. Okay. Just to have another four or five rounds. Right. Now, yeah. I say I do think, like you said, it is important, you know, do it in a, in the mirror, you know, because if you are preparing for a home invasion, do it how you would like say middle of the night. So if you're a naked sleeper, get in front of that mirror with a gun, see how intimidating or laughable you might be. And then you can adjust your strategy that way. So that way you can mess with them psychologically whenever you, you know, you need every advantage that you can take. <laughs> I'm not happy to see you. That's just a Glock 19 mag yeah. underwear. Naked with your gun and a headlight, you know, just see how the lighting falls on you. you Perfect. Know, just in case. <laughs> Perfect. Put it on the strobe, you know. I mean, we <laughs> might have a different situation going on. Now, so. <laughs> well, there you go. All right, now that now I'm done derailing you. Go ahead. Nah, it's I mean it's all good, but it, you know the 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 point is I'd want as many rounds unless the the doorknobs being turned on the bedroom door, you know what right. I mean, kind of thing. And then we're just gonna get down to business with whatever mags in the gun. But right, that's kind of my thought process is I want as many rounds in the first magazine as possible. Shove the other one in a pocket, or just leave it on the safe, or. Right. Or just carry it with me and set it on a counter where I think it'd be strategic of a reloading spot or something. Mm-hmm. Something, you know, it's not. Right. I haven't thought that part of the whole thing through. 
Um, I've thought a lot about the mag change okay. right out right out of the gate. You know, get as many, you know, change those out to where I have five more rounds than right. than the standard. So, but you know, I'm I'm more thinking about you know it's cold outside right now. It's twenty something degrees. If I leave the house and I strap a firearm on me. What do I have in the way now mm-hmm. that I that I don't when I'm dry firing? I have a right. I have an undershirt. I got a long sleeve shirt or a hoodie. I might have a coat. Um, if I know I'm going to be outside for a while, I might have gloves on. Right. You know, it's just there's different things of have I practiced that? How do I defeat a hoodie and a coat to yeah. lift it up? Do I have to unzip the jacket first? So it's it's that mindset thing is 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 things escalating to a point to where you start unzipping the jacket to be more prepared, mm-hmm. kind of getting it away, strategically move things around. Right. How do you prepare to deploy that firearm? And I would suggest that you practice that with dry fire. Because, you know, like I said, I've gone to the range before. And like, oh, I'm here to practice this. And it's like, oh, I haven't thought about this. <laughs> you know, what do I do now? Like, right. where do I where do I start? How do I make sure I'm safe? I don't want to get, you know, sweatshirt or a jacket in the trigger guard, try right. to reholster and just do something and have a really bad day. You know, mm-hmm. so so there's a lot more to think about than just being like, oh, I'm going to go out, leave the house and go do this. And, you know, I think we should think about that before we go and live fire at the range kind of before, you know, before it gets to that point. So right. I've done a lot of dry fire with gloves on because um, one of the things that I like glove wise is wearing like mechanics gloves. Mm-hmm. And I have, I don't know, probably five or six pair. Okay. And some of them are different. Some of them are thicker. Some of them are a little right. thinner. Um, I've thought about like, I'm going to wear these and then it's like, well, is that too thick to fit in the finger? Well, right. So I'll try it and be like, Ooh, I don't know if I like that. You know, that's a, that's a tighter fit than what I want. Yeah. So I may not wear those gloves. I mean, you'll, you'll have less, less, uh, it's not as tactile. You're not gonna be able to feel it as well. Correct. Either. Yep. So they have different, you know, they have different gloves, but to get to my, range story so i had a i had a buddy of mine hit me up on saturday and he was kind of like hey man what are you doing let's go let's go to the range I'm like okay what do we shoot well, i want to shoot this that and the other thing and i'm like cool so i took and then you, and then you asked him you're not an atf agent are you you know you have to tell me if i ask no sorry yeah. <laughs> i know him i know him well enough he's my okay friend. but it was so i took the the p320 that i'm I've been in the process, a long process to switching over. Oh yeah. Um, so I took that and then I took the the what is it, the AXG, the metal framed 320. Okay. So I took that because they're they're the same but different. But you know, the other one's heavy. It's got a red dot. Um and I just wanted to shoot it. And then I I took my Century Arms MP5 clones. So it was all nine millimeters, took them to shoot. So we go out there and Saturday it wasn't it wasn't that bad out. It was mid fifties. Okay. 
on Saturday. So it wasn't that bad out, but it was later two, three, four o'clock mm-hmm. and in that ballpark. And the, and it got a little overcast while we were out and I picked up that metal frame SIG <laughs> and it was cold. Oh, I bet. And I'm like, and the first thing I thought of was like, Hey, this is a perfect time because we went to the static range. We didn't go to the dynamic range because he okay. doesn't have a membership. He can't take visitors. So we were at more of a static range, which is fine. I mean, it's trigger time, trigger time. Right. Um. So I'm like, you know what? And yeah, he starts calling me names. You're cold, you big wussy. <laughs> and I'm like, pick that thing up, bud. You know, pick it up. Right. And he, do- and he does. And he's like, oh, damn, that's cold. Yeah. And I'm like, right. And I said, but this gives me an opportunity because I've got, you know, I've got gloves strapped to the side of my range bag. So I went and put them on and I spent the rest, you know, the rest of the range time wearing gloves. And it didn't matter what I shot. I grabbed the polymer. I grabbed the metal one and just used that time in gloves. Not that I needed it because it really wasn't that cold out, but just... Mm -hmm you know, 45, 50 degree air on a metal frame gun sitting on a, on a wood table got cold. Right. And yeah, I didn't think, I didn't think about a test on winter gear, but it just felt like an opportunity once I felt that that was cold. Right. So I used that for just, you know, gloved, gloved hand trigger time and realized that, Hey, I probably need more gloved trigger time that, you know, yeah just just practice practice yeah just putting rounds through so yeah i mean that's the story i just feel like there should be you know we don't talk about it enough we talk about being prepared and training and dry Mm -hmm. fire and doing this and that and i want to challenge everybody to just do that you know if you're gonna if you're gonna strap a glove on to go outside to a whatever oktoberfest festival outside I don't know. Do some dry fire with that, with what you're wearing. Yeah. Can you def- can you defeat a jacket and a hoodie, or you know, three layers with a with a coat zipped up? Mm-hmm. Or do you get in that situation and you go to pull the coat up and it's just it ain't gonna go anywhere, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. There's a lot of things to think about doing that, or or do you deploy something different? Do you wear I don't know a backpack or yeah fanny packs are kind of back you go with yeah. the fanny pack or, <laughs> or do you just put it in a jacket pocket you know instead of instead of putting it in a holster you know inside the waistband four o'clock right um ambi whatever do you just put it in a jacket pocket and go that route i've done that before too so my problem with doing that is that i usually keep a hand in my pocket on right all the time yeah and that doesn't really it's not a hand warmer (laughs) it's not a hand warmer and it's just one of those things it's like man am i am i printing or am i giving that away by right always having my right hand in a pocket kind of thing so Mm. so i don't know what's your thoughts on it what do you uh what do you think well on what part on all of it kind of winter prep or winter gear yeah i mean yeah i agree if you're going to be wearing you're going to be carrying and you're going to have you know, you're going to have something. I mean, usually you have a go-to coat or a jacket, depending on the time of year. Use that to practice. Do it from the holster. I 
that way you can see, like you said, what snags you, snags you're going to run into, literally and figuratively. You know, each carrying position is going to have going to present its own set of problems, especially if it's cold enough that you're wearing gloves, because now you're not feeling as much, depending on how thick those gloves are. You know, I I don't do a lot. I don't do a lot with gloves normally, like especially at work. Um, whenever it's range time, I don't wear gloves, but we usually we usually do it in spring and fall time. If I'm wearing gloves at work, it's usually because it's really cold out because I need my special gloves that are they're leather, but they have the Kevlar lining on the inside. Now, those I think I've shot once before, and that would have been right when I started, but I do need to take those out because those are, that's a different feeling to have leather gloves that are Kevlar lined when you're trying to feel, I mean, it's, it's, they're, they're meant for pat downs is what they're for. And it's meant to keep you from, you know, help prevent you from either getting poked or getting cut on something, but you lose that feeling. So it's, it can be, it can be a lot harder to feel something under fabric if if you're if you're checking someone for something you know smaller stuff obviously obviously you're going to be able to feel a huge you know a metal slide or a folded up knife or something like that but you're just smaller stuff is going to be harder to to feel and it's the same thing those fit me different it would be it would be interesting because the way those fit are a lot different than any other gloves I have. Those are actually a, probably a, just a, a smidge small. So they're a little bit, I don't want to say tight, but they're a lot more snug than other gloves that I wear because it's usually those and, you know, anybody that's worn just regular leather gloves with no lining on them, they don't do you any good in the cold. In fact, I in fact I would have probably say that Kevlar probably holds the cold once it starts to get cold. But my like when it gets to the point that I'm wearing gloves, my hands are are really cold. And those are those are big thick gloves that probably aren't going to be the greatest for any kind of shooting. I mean, I do have a pair of gloves. Oh, what are those? Victos, Victos, I believe. And it has a zipper on the trigger finger so you can pop your finger out but nice. yeah but but that's more for rifle shooting if you're you know proned out or you know relaxed that's not like a a thing where oh no i need to draw right away i'm gonna unzip my finger clear my clothing you know because i'm probably gonna have a jacket on at that time right. <laughs> move my jacket out of the way and then grab my pistol but that's that's not conducive to quick maneuvering. <laughs> yeah. So try trying to pull a zipper with another winter glove. I mean it's <laughs> it sounds neat, you know, I mean uh, in theory, but yeah. I mean if you're going to walk around with it unzipped then what kind of what's the point just take a mechanics glove and cut the index finger off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't do sh- what are shooter gloves or whatever they call those. I I right. yeah, I don't do that. I just I needed a pair of winter gloves. I was like, ah, that could be handy. You know, every once in a while, you know, I need to hit something on a phone or I need to, 
you know, some dexterity with a finger real quick. Okay, I can unzip that and do whatever I got to do real quick and then put it back in there. I feel like that, you know, maybe 10 years ago, that would have been obvious that, you know, you cut the, you cut your index finger off a glove. <laughs> but now it's like, oh yeah, man, it's my, my texting gloves. Yeah. <laughs> to where it's not that obvious anymore, you know, because they... <laughs> Those are the safeties, right? That's the safety glitch. That's, that's your safety. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a, because they make those gloves that's supposed to work on yeah. cell phone, but sometimes like the thicker ones, they just don't work. So yeah. I guess you could do that, cut an index finger off, be like, oh yeah, so, so I don't have to take my glove off to text on a but glove. yeah what's but, the point of having gloves though that if you're cutting the, fingers off yeah what's the point oh <laughs> huh, i got frostbite on my trigger finger yeah <laughs> i don't have to worry about going beyond the pad of my finger because i don't have a tip <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i think we should do more to prepare for that kind of stuff mm-hmm. me me personally i mean i don't i don't think about it you know if i'm pulling the cert pistol out and dry firing in the house it's not right like, oh hey maybe i should put a, a hoodie and a coat on mm-hmm. you know i don't think about that where i think i should more often yeah than when i'm out at the range and a little right. cold and like oh hey now would be a good time to work on this mm-hmm. yeah oh. i'm super i'm super paranoid about it like at work right so i mean i have Two different kind of co- two different coats that I that I wear. One is just kind of a, I mean, just kind of what you'd think, dark blue. Um, I don't know if it's really elastic, but you know, it's it's a li- it, at the waist. It goes to the waist. It's not anything long, and it, the side the sides have zippers, so you can open it up. You know, that's pretty easy because I can just you know I'm not concealed carrying with that. Right. So as long as that's around my waist and it's behind the gun, it's not in the way. Though the one that I really would I wouldn't say I'd have problems with because these things have been around for so long. But I have like a full basically it's a trench, it's a raincoat. Duster. Yeah. It, I mean it's not thick, you know, it's just but it's that high vis yellow. Yeah. And and all that. But the nice thing with that is you do have pockets on the sides, but behind those pockets, there are actual openings. So I can reach all right through the, the coat to where my gun is. Nice. So, and and you'll probably, you know, some people, I've, I've seen it. Some people do actually, they will tuck that, like, so their gun is actually sticking out of that hole. So if they need it, you know, me personally, I Half most time when I pull that out, it's because I'm standing on the street somewhere directing traffic or something like that. You know, I don't, I'm not going to need my gun. You know, I'm just right. I'm just doing that because if I don't have anything high vis on and I get killed by a car, the city's going to say, "Oh, sorry, he wasn't following the rules," and then my my family's not going to get any money from from my death. So yeah, well, I mean, your situation at work is a little different because you're not concealing and care, you know, concealed, right? Plus, that's your job. I, I want to say, you know, I, I'm not sure how to say it. That that's you're wearing that for eight hours right. or more, more a day. So that's comfortable to wear. Like, if I'm going to go leave the house and go, I don't know, we'll just say an outdoor festival. That's two or three hours. 
Right. You know what I mean? On on a whatever, on a Saturday that isn't something I've done since last winter. Okay. <laughs> so it's kind of the maybe not my everyday kind of setup to where okay, I'm gonna go to a restaurant and take my jacket off mm-hmm. to where now all I have is a hoodie or a, a flannel shirt to defeat, you know. Right. I'm gonna peel that jacket. I'm not standing outside with a coat on that's zipped up. So, you know, I'm kind of down to my everyday kind of wear mm-hmm. that I have practiced with when you're right. sitting in a restaurant or something different. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. there's kind of that difference of you know more of a out of the out of the ordinary because in the summertime you're going all all the time. You're just shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, that's the everyday kind of gear thing, right? Yeah, you wear it every day going to the grocery or going yeah. to whatever Kroger or the movies or whatever. You go train with that, mm-hmm. but in the winter, it's not like, oh yeah, oh I was just outside yesterday for eight hours, right? Hanging out in the <laughs> snow, you know. So it's a little different. I mean, it's not how often you know. I know some of these guys, some of our listeners that live in the cold weather. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, it's not any different in January than it is in <laughs> May. You know, it's it's cold all the time. So we're defeating layers. So right. This is more for us Midwesterners that we have seasons. We have, we have seasons. <laughs> it changes. And, and we don't hang outside when it's cold out very often. So right. More of that kind of an awareness of train it, do it, practice yeah. it. Make it aware. Make it part of your preps. Yeah. And evaluate it. See if maybe there's something. I mean, get the, get the baseline, get get to where you're consistent, and you know maybe there is something that you you could change about your clothing. You know, I don't, I'm not gonna. I dress how I dress. I'm not gonna. You know, and that's that's an argument that people have of whether you know you change how you dress to carry or whether you you know just figure out a way to make it work. I have the jackets that I wear, you know, and a coat that I wear. But, you know, if you're in the market, you think, oh, well, maybe maybe if I did have one of those snazzy jackets that had the the zipper on the side that comes undone when it has tension, you know, where I can open that up real quick and, and just be right there. Maybe that's something you can look into or... You know, I, I don't know if you're wearing really heavy stuff and you need to say you're an appendix carrier or, you know, whatever, you know, if, if you need to open up your, you know, maybe you're walking around carrying it in your pocket, like you, you know, like a hand warmer, like you do sometimes, you know, it doesn't have a zipper on it. How easy are you going to be able to get to that zipper if you don't have your hand in there? You know, do you need to make, make a little, what do you call those, those toggles or whatever you call those? Do you need to make a little string with a knot on there or a little beat on the end of it so that way you can get it even if you had gloves on to get that thing ripped open easier instead of trying to get two fingers in there to pull it down that kind of stuff is you know just modify it a little bit make it easier on yourself and then test it to make sure that what you did (laughs) actually works and will will hold up yeah i and i'm not i'm not going to tell everybody to go buy a different coat or change like you said change the way you dress but i do know that they make coats trying to think of the line uh vortex as jackets that have an inside pocket so you you go in the pocket in the side pocket and it has a zipper to access the inside oh really yeah so if you're in the market for a coat maybe that's something you want to look at of 
well, you know, I don't want to be obvious where maybe a situation around you is changing and I'm going to unzip my jacket and move the right side back kind of right and stick, you know, stick my right hand in my front pocket. That's a little obvious turning your you know, shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stand a little different. I'm going to do this, unzip a jacket. You know, if it was me in that situation, I might be like, Hey, why is that guy <laughs> changing the way he stands? Maybe I should change the way I'm standing. Yeah. <laughs> so they and have you're that. in a dance off. Yeah. Then you're in kind of a, okay. I know, I know you, I know what you're doing and now you know what I'm doing. Right. So Maybe that's something you look at, and and maybe it's a uh, you recognize that there's a pitfall in your setup, and like mm-hmm. I don't like this. I can't get to four o'clock, right? Holster. Maybe I do need to put it in a pocket or change it. Put it in. You know, if you're wearing a jacket with a hoodie, put it in the hoodie pocket. You know, yeah, to where it is under the coat, but it's still, you know, there's less to defeat than. Mm-hmm something else there's there's ways around that i just i think you know we've had episodes where we talk about our gear and i think we need to check our winter gear yeah and and make sure that things work because you know there's one thing of carrying in the winter but is it deployable if you're carrying in the winter yeah um, yeah definitely. or is it or is it just like you know an accessory that yeah. everyday thing you're just doing it because you do it and it's not going to work so I think that's about all I got on that. Yeah, yeah. We just wanted a a friendly reminder, I guess, to everyone to check your gear. That's that's a like we talked about before. You know, seasons change, so the clothing's. If you, you know, if you're in the the camp of it's winter and I'm carrying a full sized Desert Eagle underneath here because I can conceal it better. Make sure you're checking your clothing. Make sure you're checking, I mean, the holster. Make sure you're checking your holster, you know, making sure that, you know, that's very, very important. And if you have other, if you're one of those people that carries, you know, you carry a spare mag or anything like that, you know, where where is it located on your body? Is it still easy to get to? If I have gloves on, can I get my hand? If you carry it in your pocket, if I have gloves on, can I, can I get that gloved hand in my pocket to grab that extra mag if I need to do a mag change? That's really good. It's not something <laughs> I, that I didn't think of. So, you know, like you said, get get it all on there and and run it through some some different scenarios, and you know, just see what works and what doesn't work, and what you got to do to to make sure you're good. Yeah, I mean, I've I've dynamically trained with gloves on, mm-hmm. not not recently, but you know, last winter. And I didn't have a whole lot of issue with a mag change running a spare mag. Okay. But I could see where that, if you're running like a Neo mag mm-hmm. in your pocket, where that could, that could be an issue of, yeah. of trying to fish that out with, you know, on a Neo mag, especially yeah. like the deep one, um, trying to get a gloved hand in there in the dexterity of, right. Of, Grabbing it and then having it in the right orientation when you go to to actually put it in, like you're not, you know, you're not gonna be able to feel it or you know, or get the glove caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're actually pressing that in, is there extra material that's gonna get pinched? Yeah, and affect that that reload. Yeah, so maybe maybe we should make that a an aftershock theme of like seasonally checking your gear. Seasonally checking. 
Yeah. Maybe we should do another one in the summer. And yeah. Well, I'm not something. recording anything. Nobody wants to see me in a tactical thong. So, uh, tactical thong. I'm writing that <laughs> Mr. Pixel's tactical thong. That that's that's for the OnlyFans. The OnlyFans. <laughs> that'll be that'll be that'll be the centerfold on the calendar. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, tactical thongs. <laughs> Maybe we can make those and sell them. The aftershock tactical. Oh, thong. there you go. Might have to might have to try that out. Does it have a pocket? Or are you no, I'm not gonna go any further with that one. So we, we could do a we could do a built-in holster on a tactical. There you bomb. go. Oh well you were you we were just talking about fanny packs, so I think there's I think there's a connection there. So yeah. A fanny pack waistband with <laughs> oh this oh. just dropped our ratings by a whole <laughs> this is what happens when we do it too late at night that's right <laughs> well <laughs> if there's anybody left over do you have it at this point do you have anything else for them i don't think so yeah i don't th- i don't think i do all right well we'll go ahead and we'll get to the the end business here like always uh strikeforceenergy.com code aftershock all caps it's energy stuff you put in your water and it's good moving along careful <laughs> careful with the grape it's tasty yeah they're all pretty good you got lemon you got True. the lemon you got the orange and the original they're all pretty good there's yeah. recipes you can mix it with other stuff it doesn't just have to be water True. Um, go find us over on twitter uh aftershock pod one that's the number one Go to Instagram, Aftershock, with an underscore podcast. And uh, like we announced last episode, we now have a Facebook page. So just look up Aftershock Podcast on the Facebook. Uh, Use that to hit us up. I I promise I'll try to be better about checking it. Um, Sometimes I don't get notifications. I'm not sure if it's because I'm probably going to have to buy a new phone sometime soon or if it's just facebook or what the deal is i've already already put a meme or two on there and then like a week or two later i, I get how i didn't realize i hadn't been on there and i check and you had sent me a, basically posted a message for me and i'm the ass because i'm like oh well it's really late now i was like i i'll just not say anything right now <laughs> it was like what was it national national Police law enforcement yeah law enforcement something. there's like 15 of those a freaking year like everything else so it just popped up so i i did it but it is what it is so how about you guys tell us your winter gear story or what you think of winter gear and we'll close it out with that catch you guys later